0: It is great to be here today, and there are some very familiar faces, which I recognize, which is really helping me just calm my nerves and take a breath. And for those of you that don't know me, my name is Andy, and like Nicola, who spoke before me, I am one of the youth pastors at this church. Today we're going to be looking at Psalm 146, and Psalm 146 is one of the last five psalms. So you've got Psalm 146 up to Psalm 150, the last five. And these are known as Hallelujah Psalms. How do we know that? They all start with praise the Lord. They all start with praise the Lord. And in fact, Psalm 146 finishes with praise the Lord. So in the world of film, we would call that a spoiler alert. So it's an instructive psalm. So it tells us who not to trust who to trust, and why God is good. And it begins with, Do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save. When their spirit departs, they return to the ground. On that very day, their plans come to nothing. Blessed are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God. And then it moves on, and it flows into how good God is examples are he upholds the cause of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry the Lord lifts up those who are bowed down the Lord loves the righteous but it's the instruction of who the writer of this psalm is telling us to trust that we're going to be focusing on today so that's going to come up behind me blessed are those whose help is the God of Jacob whose hope is in the Lord their God and it's an interesting one. And I've always been drawn to this God of Jacob. I've been intrigued. The God of Abraham. We know Abraham. He's, he's safe, isn't he? He's one of the forefathers. Lots of promises over his life. The God of Isaac. I feel comfortable with that. We know about Isaac. He's, he's good. He's nice. Neither without sin, but relied on as good people. The God of Jacob. That's a bit more tricky, isn't it? It's a bit more difficult. Let's have a look about what we know about Jacob. So we find his story in Genesis. And one of the first things we come to know about Jacob is he is the younger of two brothers. And he tricks his older brother into handing over his birthright and blessing. That is a big thing. It was so important to have that as the firstborn. And Jacob deceives him into giving it for a pot of stew. Now, I've been hungry before, don't get me wrong, but it's a big thing. On top of that, he then, when that time comes for the blessing, he schemes with his mother to ensure that he is getting that blessing from his father. He deceives, his, he deceives him. What else do we know? Well, Jacob is the father of Joseph. He of the multi dream coat fame. And his own sons deceive him. Here's the they come to him and they say, Joseph's dead, he's been killed, here's the coat, it's ripped, it's, it's got blood on it. They've done that, they deceive him. Jacob's own brother, Laban, he has two daughters, Leah and Rachel. Rachel is beautiful and unsurprisingly that's the one that Jacob takes a shine to. So Laban says, well I'll tell you what, I'll let you marry Rachel in return for seven years hard work. So he does it. But Laban tricks him at the altar and gets him to marry Leah instead. And then says, no, 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 fair's fair. I'll let you marry Rachel in return for another seven years' hard work. Jacob wrestles with God. So after hearing all of this, one on earth would you want to be known as the God of Jacob? Here's the one point I'd like you to take today. One point. The God of Jacob is the God of the journey. The God of Jacob is the God of the journey. And what does the God of the journey mean? Well, it means this. God is not some far-off deity sitting in heaven with clouds shoved in his ears because he doesn't want to hear your cries. And he's not just some wistfully looking man in a a fake gold-gilted frame above your fireplace holding a lamb and looking... Wistfully up into the stars. It's not like that. The God of Jacob is the God of the journey. He walks alongside you in all of your life events. He's with you in the mountaintops. You know, when you're in the worship and you're thinking, I like this song, I'm going for it, I'm having this one. You get the shivers down your spine. He's the God of the journey in that moment, but He's the God of the journey. In your deepest, darkest valleys. And if we're honest, it's easy to pass off some of these biblical characters, isn't it, as non-important. Andy, that was thousands of years ago. This holds no relevance into my life. Let's have a closer look. Jacob lies and deceives. He's let down by a parent. He's greedy and he wants to elevate himself through his own means and not God's. He's let down by his children, and he's not speaking with a family member. He struggles with the Lord. And it's in those moments, isn't it, that you start to realize, hang on a minute. In fact, when I wrote that, I thought, I've got the makings of my own autobiography here. And I joke, but sometimes those deep, dark valleys, they're not of our own making, as I look out, there are people that were here years ago that aren 't anymore. some have been some have gone gone with the Lord, others have walked away. There are illnesses in this church that we are praying for and don 't seem to be getting better. We are we 've got unanswered prayers there 's unanswered prayers here. Some of us have children running so far away from the Lord that we don't ever think they're coming back. And I'll tell you, certainly my parents know about that. The God of Jacob is the God of the journey. And isn't that a great comfort to us, church? That even in our moments where we're splatted out on the canvas and the enemy wants to count us out, that the God of the journey is there scooping us up. Isn't that encouraging? We're not doing this alone. And do you know why? Because Jesus has done it. He knows what it's like. He knows it. He's experienced it. He's been let down. The God of Jacob is the God of the journey. I've got a son. I'll bring a picture of him. There he is there. Not his normal attire, just so you know. Okay. Now he is three years old. So he is up and down emotionally. Okay? I've been told that he gets that from me. So he is up and down emotionally, and sometimes he's upset, and he's hurting, and he's crying. And he comes to me, and he goes, Papa, I'm hurting. What do I do? I love him. I pick him up, and I scoop him up in my arms, and I want to encourage him, and I want that pain to stop. If, if I could, I'd just take it all away from him. It doesn't matter to me if he's crying because he's done something wrong. <laughs> Or if he hasn't, it doesn't matter. I want to nurse him back to health. And other times I hear him crying and I go to him and I say, Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you alright? And he says, Get away from me! I don't want you, Papa! Does that mean I leave him? Of course it doesn't. I stay there anyway. Because I love him. And I want to nurse him back to health. And if we're honest, certainly this is like this with me. Our lives with God can be like that, can't they? Sometimes we cry out to him and we want him desperately. And other times he's there and in our anger and our hurt and our upset. Get away from me. As Catherine's excellent words said, we try and keep him or we think that God is on the periphery, but he's not. Why? Why? Because the God of Jacob is the God of the journey. Where does Jacob end up at the end? Because of severe famine, he's in Egypt, where one of the most powerful men on the face of the earth is, Pharaoh. And he stood there, Pharaoh, with Joseph, his son, alive and well, next to him. And Joseph reaches out his hand, And he blesses Pharaoh. He's blessing Pharaoh. What a transformation. What a transformation. How does he get there? It's because Jacob walks and acknowledges the God of the journey. Where are you in your walk today? Are you in a mountaintop experience of everything going right Or are you in a deep, dark valley? Because it's easy in both of those situations to not acknowledge the Lord. The good news is that in his grace and his mercy and his majesty that wherever you are in your life today it is not too late to call out upon the God of the journey. Amen? Amen. Amen.